What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Black Pill Podcast, where Black creators are faced with a dose of reality. I am your host, OBJ, and I'm joined with my co-host. This is Jordy Foster. How's everybody doing? And we're joined by a special guest today. Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Chantel, and I'm a photographer. Hey, hey. Yeah, let's give her some. Yeah, let's. Yeah, so we, gotta, we gotta do that back again. Yeah, yeah, you know facts. Run it back, run it back. <laughs> there we go, there we go, there we go. I love you know. it. All right, so today's Black Pill topic is BTS or behind the scenes. And we just want to get to more discussion of what, like, what really goes behind, you know, the scenes when, you know, y'all doing your creative works, your creative processes, things like that. Especially when things are, you know, being more adapted to the times of technology, you know, uh, equipment, materials, and things of that nature. Um, uh, just to start the conversation, uh, uh, just to tell us a little bit about yourself, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what inspired you to become a creative director and photographer, and what kept you motivated to continue doing so? Um, okay, let's see. So for me, what inspired me to become a photographer actually um, was in high school. I had a photography class, uh, which I was grateful enough to have, and we developed a film there. Okay. Which is dope if you ever did that before. (laughs) And from doing that and seeing my photos uh, come alive, kind of, sort of, I always wanted to pursue that career. Um, But unfortunately, at the time, I'm from a Caribbean background where creativity isn't um, encouraged in a way. It's more so I was supposed to go to college to become a lawyer actually an entertainment lawyer Mm. (laughs) and um while doing so i went to college and it just kind of like kind of been suppressed ever since Mm -hmm. i think that's what that's what my passion has been suppressed and throughout all the careers i've had and i had a lot of different jobs a lot of different um aspects um I've been a project manager for like a long time and at different companies, even at Rutgers University. Mm-hmm. And I found myself always surrounded by creative people. Mm-hmm. And I found myself um, loving being around creative people. Okay. And it took one job in particular that I had where I was surrounded by graphic designers all day long. Mm-hmm. And from them, they encourage they encouraged me to do something with my craft and encouraged me to, while I work as a project manager, you know, take courses or if there is events at the job that I be the main photographer. Mm -hmm. So with that job, I kind of became the main photographer while I was getting paid as a project manager. Okay. Um, and they helped me throughout that. And that's how I became, you know, Fast forward now when the pandemic hit and the job I had last year was so stressful. I was really good at my job. Mm -hmm. I worked in the pharmaceutical company um, and I was super good at being project manager. I trained everybody. But what I realized after everything that was happening last summer is that if I dedicated my life for the last 10 years to be very good at something that I didn't even go to college for, imagine... And, and, and also applying that to other people, other companies. Imagine if I spent the next 10 years putting that passion, that drive, that dedication into something that I love and into myself. Okay. And then I quit my job. 
I love the punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta hit it with the punchline, man. All right, so um, yeah, just to get y'all general thoughts. Uh, now we're just gonna open it up to all of us. Now, uh, what are a few words that comes to mind when you think of you know the the BTS uh has developed over time, especially in today's society. Just a few words. What, what comes to mind when you think of behind the scenes? So, so well, from my lens, I see a lot of accounting. Okay. No, knowing how to deal with clients that might or might not be the ideal person that you want to work with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Understanding how to keep you cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's getting to the actual photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And then how do you navigate after the photo shoot? Like, are you following up? Are mm. you just kicking people to the curb? Yeah. Uh, are you able to, like, pay your bills on time? Mm-hmm. That Those are some of the things that I think about. Okay. And for you, what are a few words that come to mind when you think of uh, BTS? Um, I don't think about the customer aspect so much, probably because I used to think about it all the time as a project manager, which, by the way, I think that helped me immensely to be able to do that effortlessly because okay. um, I deal I dealt with a lot of crazy <laughs> clients in like the corporate world so yeah. my photography clients if they I need I have more I am allowing myself more patience when it when it comes to photography clients mm-hmm. um, but for me the by the behind the scenes is more so um, making sure everybody is on time making sure that everybody's aware of the the mood i'm looking for the mood board did i share my mood board mm-hmm. what is the idea behind it does everybody grasp the idea like um i collab a lot with um different stylists and makeup artists so i want to show make sure my vision is captured throughout mm-hmm. um and it's important to me to always have the model that um allows that vision to come about yeah Okay, okay. And I think for me, uh, from just a, a podcast standpoint, you know, I make sure everybody was good. You know, everybody's having fun. You mm-hmm. know, I like the naturalness that comes with it as yeah. far as like yeah. the camaraderie, you know, people having conversations, getting to know each other, you know, they could kick back in my place and then it feels like, you know, they're home as well. You know, we could sip a little wine here and there, you know what I'm saying? Right. So <laughs> I, I think, you know, <laughs> right. and I, so I, I like the, the connections, the network, you know, just people come together, you know, it just feels very family orientated as well so um that's for me and that also um i think just um just making sure everybody's good you know i'm saying Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that people leave at a positive note you know and you don't want anybody leaving you with a biased review or something like that going on like oh this guy was terrible but you know based on their emotions (laughs) or whatever they're going through in life and um yeah you know uh regardless if we have any kind of uh difference of opinion you know we can still be okay at the end of the day we're still cool people you know so everybody has a different opinions mm-hmm. everybody's different at the end of the day so yeah. i think that's my kind of process that you know going into it so people can feel more comfortable at, at ease and um yeah so next question mm-hmm. okay go ahead yeah um for you um how did you deal you you come from a caribbean background as well how did you deal with um being a creative um in your family did you have the same issues i had yeah um (laughs) even up until a couple months ago really what what i've the work that i do like my mom said it very casually she was like 
um, she was on the phone with somebody and they were trying to see like if I was able to be at the house and like she casually said like oh yeah you know like I don't really know what he does but uh, but you know like um I'll just check in with him to see yeah. but that's partially my fault and then partially her fault so like you know like there's a level of communication that wasn't necessarily there in the middle to fully let her into my world because mm. because cre- creative work is not real work until you're able to see it in a different light so yeah. like when i just started out my my journey began in 2014 my cousin taught me photoshop in 2012 yeah. so that that gave me the early stepping stones into learning how to cut stuff out the background yeah. and then like putting somebody's head on somebody else. Yeah. You know, like blurring the pictures out and little yeah. stuff like that. I have like old pictures on Facebook that <laughs> that will show you all of that, you know? Yeah. And then I picked up a camera in 2014 because I realized that I was really getting enamored by editing, but I didn't want to edit people's pictures because, you know, like there's only so much that you could do. The pictures is not always high resolution. And then and then I had an editing page where I would have people send me pictures and but they weren't really the greatest pictures to edit, you know? Uh So when I purchased my first camera, it was merely artistic expression yeah you know so i think a lot of us had the early part of the journey where we took pictures of the butterflies and the sunflowers and random people in the park but i started out doing event photography so the first event i did was october 28th in like 2014 my cousin's like 27th birthday party at the time Uh and the flash on my camera stopped working. Mm-hmm. So I had to Google like, all right, how did you yeah. If this is not working, what else can I do? Yeah, yeah. And that was how I found out about speed lights. That's a camera attachment for those of you who don't know that yeah. allows you to still flash it. Mm-hmm. So I got that and then I did the event and as I was taking pictures, because by that time I'd spent months, you know, like figuring out how to use the camera and how the settings work and the shutter speed and this and that. Mm-hmm. So as I'm taking pictures I'm like, all right, like people is actually kind of liking this. Like, it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. So I, I hit my cousin's boyfriend up at the time, and, and I was like, hey, bro, like I know you do events and stuff all the time with your group, and I'd really like to come with you on one of them. Mm. So like I'll come, and then like I'll just let the people know I'm working with you. So I went to that event, and then that like started getting the wheels going for me. Got so it. I realized my earning potential could probably be there yeah. about like one or two years in because like there'd be one person that would probably want to throw me like a 35 or 50 dollars and i'm taking that shit because <laughs> at that point you yeah. didn't think yeah yeah like it's justification that i can yeah, yeah. because a, a lot of the times i believe that i can but there's bumps in the road that kind of like forced me to like reconsider like all right like is this really working yeah. but, i think that's with every creative yeah because i had that like two days ago <laughs> <laughs> but i think that it will always we will always have that because yeah. we're yeah. creative we, we're not um we're not meant to second guess like we're always supposed to be second guessing ourselves in order to be yeah. become better yeah i'm like you know what? What you shot two years ago should not be the same quality yeah. of work that you're shooting now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You so know? I had to discuss this with a good friend of mine, 
who's a graphic designer and a, a illustrator. And I asked him, um, actually we met at the job I was talking about that my boss allowed me to be free and do photography work. Mm -hmm. um, I asked him, when does that stop? Cause mm -hmm. he's been like, he went to school for it. He's mm -hmm. been doing this for a really long time of being an illustrator. Um, and he goes and never stops. Like you always have that, like every creative has that weird, like, am I good enough? Yeah. And, and you have to have a support system around you mm -hmm. to be like, yes, you are. You are good enough. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and I feel like because in those early days, the support system wasn't fully there. Like I did get slight encouragement, but more often the sentiment was, yo, like you got to remember that this is a hobby. You, oh, yeah. you know, like make sure that you do your classes mm. and you finish college and get your degree because, you know, like this is a hobby. But by the time I hit 2018 and then I got a website, so I was able to log my invoices and know like all right i got like a hundred clients in like five months yeah you know like you saw your worth yeah like yeah. that when it was put on paper for me was like all right i know y'all think this is a hobby but like y'all need to see this <laughs> and, and, and even then it wasn't immediate reception no. mm -hmm. because that was merely proof of concept okay. but it's like it is this proof that you could pay your bills okay. like is this proof that you could live and i feel like the sent the negative sentiments were coming more so from fear mm -hmm. because my my father was involved in a lot of business back in jamaica yeah. and many of them failed many of them fed us yeah and then you know like that fear after like going through a whole bunch of ventures it's like yeah like this shit is scary so that i don't want scary. the same for you so but that took me years to understand that mm -hmm. but when i understood it now i'm like all right and like i just trying to protect mm -hmm. you yeah. but but like you said that support system like helps you navigate through that because you know, the, the landscape is open for us to be able to pursue these things in a very practical way, yeah. you know, and like it, it's something that came to you after you did a whole bunch of jobs. I did it. It's like, I did it. I was really good at them. Yeah. So why don't I stop and be really good at something that I actually like? Yeah. <laughs> Same because I'm um, like growing up. I played um, ping pong for my school, um, mm -hmm. for my high school team. I, I know so how to play the piano. <laughs> I I did taekwondo for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I did like um, kickboxing for a little bit. Okay. You know, like there's just all these little things that I did, but like none of them stick. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like to just boil all of that down, the support system was earned okay. for me. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to being given. And another thing that I want to keep in mind uh, is the, I guess, the client and customer relationship. So how would you describe that as far as the interaction and relationship that you had with them behind the scenes before you got into like the actual motions of the photography or the directing? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Me? Um, <laughs> well... <laughs> Cause, like, you got an extensive client, like dealing yeah, with client so background, you know? I... I'm not... Yeah, let me have... How to tone this down. <laughs> I have to tone it down a little bit. Okay. So because I think everything happens for a reason, I'm going to say that because of the people I've dealt with in corporate America and the nastiness that I've dealt with and the people who don't know what they're talking about get paid a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, and then going into this space where you still have um, people who think that photography is just clicking a clicking a button yeah <laughs> and then my my prices are are not it's too high for what they want um people and one person in particular or one group of people in particular i should say did it i had to i had to learn to be able to 
explain why mm-hmm. in a nice way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like in a nice way and not not to be rude or disrespectful in any way or form, but to explain to them that if you want this budget, that you could go somewhere else, but I'm providing, I'm, you're getting me. I'm yeah, not going to quality for your services. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah. I'm only, there's only one of me. And because I have, I worked in different spaces, I can understand why you need to do certain things mm-hmm. for your campaign or your marketing. And I'm mm-hmm. asking you questions that you might not necessarily think about. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm questioning myself. Why are you not thinking about your marketing plan for the, if I ask you, Oh, okay. What's your marketing plan for the next six months? Mm-hmm. And if this is the product you have, when is that going to be released? And you tell me in two weeks, but you're hiring me two weeks prior. Then what, me to yeah. not have a rush charge. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like it's weird. And, yeah. and and I really feel that and my point of view have really developed in the last couple of years. So I've been in business successfully for seven years now. And there's a gap that I've noticed. I did a engagement for this client. He was an accountant and they got married. Um not married, but he proposed to his girlfriend at Hudson Yards at the edge. And while I was just having casual conversation with him the guy like Joe, he said to me, he's like, yo, Jordy, you know, like, um, while I was planning this, I realized that I wanted a photographer, but I didn't even know where to find one. And I'm like, Hmm, that's funny. <laughs> but, like, because how does he not know that you're, no, no, because I got there through a friend of a friend, oh. but that first friend that made a contact wasn't even really a photographer. He was just a creative person that knew a photographer. Got it. And then on the other end of the spectrum, the photographers don't know where the hell the clients are. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so what that's I've come to, re- so, <laughs> so what I've come to realize that I've actually developed a lot more empathy for the process because one, it's annoying to have to explain. But what I've come to realize is that the client didn't take the seven years to study the thing that I know. Mm -hmm. So as a service provider, I have to go in with a level, like some people do more than others, but the majority actually genuinely don't know. Mm -hmm. So one, I could be upset at you and scream at you and then explain. But also two, I like what you did where if they come in with a certain budget and it's not for you, then you have to push it to the side. Yeah, like, it's okay. You don't yeah. have to pick me. Right. Or <laughs> this is what you could get for that budget. Yeah. yeah. Which is what I usually do. I, but like, I they think don't also really from the, the relationship standpoint of it, it's just that they feel like they're in a rush-based need of like wanting something at a certain time or whatever and they don't understand the kind of process that goes along with it like mm-hmm. you know if, if they're gonna like come to you like you said for a certain thing for a campaign or whatever yeah and they didn't really take the time to necessarily thoroughly plan things out like yeah. how you would go from like you know from even you like having to take the time to to, to make the set to do the things like, to get yeah. the equipment or whatever it's like they don't think about they don't think about the end goal but not the process you know exactly. what i'm saying yeah so that yeah, was something not- that also to play devil advocate it's not their their in their mindset and their perspective to even think that way yeah 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 so it's it's like okay i always ask questions like this because if you if your business is selling things mm-hmm. don't you think you should have a market don't you think you should have a marketing plan in place so you don't have to rush yeah i don't i will charge you a rush charge but i don't have to charge you a rush charge yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like mm-hmm. if you put me in the loop way before this and you, yeah. you appreciate working with me you're not working with me just to get the end result you're working with me because i will supply ideas yeah, i'm yeah. putting together um what your campaign actually looks like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so you're 
I'm charging you for those ideas. If you come with me for ideas and then tell me to show up at whatever time, then you get that payment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, okay. and, and I really like that you said that too because each of those different things requires a different hat. That makes sure you yeah. don't crush them. Okay, that's all. Me planning the photo shoot. Yeah is different than me shooting it yeah. and it's different than me editing it yeah. and different from me planning it. Yeah. So coming up with the ideas is one thing and that's why I keep having to go back to empathy. But where I draw the line is when I see people, one, we're, we're in the explosion of black business, you know, mm-hmm. or like new enterprises, what I've been calling it lately. A lot of these new business owners they don't have the slightest clue. And and it's very telling because you're saying that you ask them that a lot of the times they don't even have, like they don't even understand that marketing itself is an investment. And yes, like there's stuff that you could do to do it for free. Like you could give out your clothes or you could, you know, like, lend your products to somebody and then take it back. That but even last, that has a cost. That's like, yeah. first of all, they're losing costs on their end. Secondly, it's still time on the, the creative end. Yeah. And if you do want it in two weeks, what if I have a, a shoot that will take, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have to stop mm-hmm. my time. But I feel like you know I, I mean? as a business owner, I don't care what you have to do. If I'm no. paying you, I want my work back. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. also because, like, they also have a sense that even as me as a creative or artist, you know, they come with it thinking that I'm going to provide a package of, like, the ideas, the execution, everything like that, that you're supposed to do on your end. And I take care of it as far as, like, me the drawing service. out the vision <laughs> of yeah. it. You it's know like, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not doing a, 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 a tantra like service, you know what I'm saying? Like a service on top of the service, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know, I'm just doing whatever I can to to make your vision come to life. But you have to do the work as far as like the marketing, you're saying that's another uh, asset or skill that comes with the, the ads, the promos, mm-hmm. who's, who's developing, who's a part of your team, right. how are you managing it, mm-hmm. all that stuff like that. So like uh, people just come to me. I, I remember when I had I dealt with one client and it was just like, or a potential client, I should say. And they was just like, oh, I, you know, I have an idea for this logo and things like that. And I'm just like, all right, you know, uh, there's the prices, the packages. Uh, I said, what type of logo? He didn't even know the type of logo he wants. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and I don't really blame him because people don't always don't know the different yeah. layers and tones of, of, yeah. of, of logo. There's like the Google logo. There's yeah. the, the mascot logos. There's all different types of logos. So I had to break it down for him. He was just like, oh, okay, I, I want this logo, uh, which is basically a combination of words and mm-hmm. mascot and all this thing. So that's what's more of my expensive yeah. logos. And I was telling them, okay, before, and he was about to just jump in with the ideas and everything. And he's like, oh, so like, what do you think about this? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just like, before we get, provide a small payment and then we could get into ideas. So then I could go work into the process work of it. So at least when we provide that small payment, I could do the process work. I know it's real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The deposit is real. Yeah, the deposit is real. Then I will begin working. And then guess what he hit me back with? I'll get back to you. Yeah. Yeah, you know. (laughs) And it's not even really about the money. It's more of a sign of commitment to the thing that they're doing. And they're afraid too. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're scared too too because there are also people among us that do what we do that just rob people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, because they they just want to take your ideas. Like, we're creative people. So we could kind of like, you know, come up with things at, at times on, on the fly, you know, yeah. things like, like that. But like, yeah, they just, because they could take your idea and then pitch it to someone else that they feel like it's, you know, mm-hmm. affordable or, you know, within their budget or something like that. That's so. a risk that I take all the time. Like with my ideas for 
the campaign that I created and I pit when I pitch to people, it's mm-hmm. like three different versions of an idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they could say no, but I already mm-hmm. gave them my pitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had to like relinquish the the idea that it's my own. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, okay, well, that person, whoever they get won't be me. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so if they do give someone this idea, it's a it won't come vision. out. It's yeah, a it won't yeah. come out like I And that's where style to. comes in. Mm, yeah. yeah. Which, which every photographer and creator has their own style. Like yeah. and it you just need to be able to be in control of that in yeah. a way. Like mm-hmm. in internally. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like I, not and especially with comparative stuff. Like do you compare yourself to others? No. Oh, how do you get to that point? <laughs> <laughs> so I can get there too because yeah. that, that's difficult for me too well, like to compare your, like my, your style work to other well, people well not my style but my work in general to like the, my favorite photographers but it's because oh, okay. of literally what you just said that <laughs> e- e- even if you give the idea to somebody else they'll execute it differently yeah, yeah. And, and for that reason and, and I've had a very difficult time really understanding this and being able to articulate it yeah. but I remember when I got my first billboard last year I mm-hmm. uh, I was at my pop's crib because he just moved to Georgia yeah. and I'm in the bathroom. So like, I'm really like just butt naked, like <laughs> it, it, in the shower, like chilling. And, and then I get a notification. Thank you for turning that on live. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh shit, man. They'd be good. <laughs> you know, I'm just really painting a vivid picture. And my phone is going off. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yo, like what's going on? Mm. So I look and I see that I got tagged in this billboard post. So I'm like, oh shit, this is crazy. Mm. But because my early years, there wasn't a lot of support. Yeah. And it was a, a little bit lonely. Now I got my friends and like we'd be exchanging equipment and like taking on bookings for each other, so and so and so. But like yeah. the long span, like, you know, when you have coworkers, y'all build some sort of a bond. Yeah. With creative work, you. Uh, unless you have developed that core team where y'all work all the time, you've seen a whole bunch of different people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I did have a couple people that I work with frequently, but very inf- infrequently. Yeah. So when that happened, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Mm. But I'm like, shit, I got to figure out the next thing because I need to get better. And yeah. It's just like, you're like, oh, I got to top this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yo, like I need to do better. Yo, I need to, yeah, I wonder if, this will add to my level of perceived cloud or whatever, you know, like, yeah. uh, like all these different thoughts are going in my head and that forced me from not fully enjoying the moment. Mm. Cause I was like, yo, like this is like some good shit, but I didn't enjoy it because I'm like, yo, like is my work even like, like that. But mm. then what my first marketing client, she told me was that the minute that somebody and she just realized this for herself in her 50s yeah. that when somebody calls you to go into a room, yeah. it's because you deserve to be there. Mm, okay. and, yeah. and, and for nothing less than that. Yeah. Mm. And when she said that, I was like, <laughs> you're fucking right. <laughs> the person that is inquiring yeah. about your work that saw it, liked, liked it, it yeah. and called then you. called you. you know? <laughs> so you deserve whatever is coming to you and yeah. more than that. Mm. So than that. then I had to train my mind to actively get into a place where I'm like, yo, my work is good because... 
And then I had to take a step back from my life to look at the fact that, oh, well, you pay your bills with this. You travel on this. You go see your family. You are successful. You, mm-hmm. you, you know, you are like, already successful. Exactly. So that, like, I put myself in that drill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, just yeah. Like, just get all off topic. Um, do you have bills or content? Mm-hmm. You're still learning what's going in the, the, the thing. Yeah, I, I'll be able to do that. Because I'm having my, my phone is on the live thing. That's why I don't no want to. No problem. All right, so the next thing I want to have was uh, like pretty much the ups and downs. So like describe at least one funny or dope moment behind the scenes mm-hmm. and one terrible or wild moment behind the scenes. Um, so you can start with either one. No, let's start with let's start with terrible, wild. Terrible? Yeah, okay. let's start with terrible, <laughs> wild. Um, one of the first uh, campaigns that I put together, uh, there was two people from the company on location mm-hmm. for the shoot to, I guess, um, make sure that they're capturing the images that they want mm-hmm. and monitoring it. And apparently they didn't give me the appropriate shot list that they wanted. So okay. a, week pro- a week later after the shoot, um, the I guess this one of the girls that were there um, wrote me a nasty email saying that she didn't get what she wanted, mm. et cetera, et cetera. So that same individual was um, on the shoot having margaritas um, at a bar while we were shooting and didn't come back to the shoot and uh left the shoot early oh wow um and did all the stuff but she was at you know she's not in charge of the the company so or the mm. brand so it's not she's just doing her job and yeah you know, it wasn't really on her it, exactly yeah. but mm. then she should have been there and yeah, yeah to have the opinion there on the spot because and i asked her twice <laughs> on the spot if this is okay does she want anything else and she's like no you're good um, so I proceeded to respond to her in a very professional way mm-hmm. and I remind her of the things that, um, were mentioned and, um, asked her, you know, I did this based on the shot list you provided and I, I knew her boss because mm-hmm. the boss is the one who, um, reached out to me first. And then, so I CC'd her boss okay. in order to hash this out. Cause I'm like, I'm not, you're not, not paying me because mm-hmm. you're, you're, employee didn't do her job yeah you know yeah. what i mean um somebody's taking responsibility for this correct yeah. so long story short the boss reached out to me and separately and discussed that person that individual and i was like you know i'm not trying to get anyone fired because i don't want to get any fired but i also want my coins yep. so i'm like i'm not trying to get anyone fired but at the time this is what happened with your two employees. They were wow. at, they were drinking at a bar nearby. We passed by the bar for a shoot and they stayed in the bar. Mm. I told them I were leaving. Mm. They were like, oh, we're going to stay here. They came back a literally later and they picked up the food that we ordered from catering and then left. Wow. Damn, okay. that's so nice. I said that very professionally in the email. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as professional as possible. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no, go check that girl. But, um, but that was the, the worst situation um the most the best situation would be um oh I'll, I'll, I'll say like dope or funny 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 situation, situation? yeah it could be dope too so either way so i don't i'm trying to think of any funny situations i've had i, don't, I haven't had any funny situations i have fun on my shoots so i guess that's fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> um um most of the time I'm listening to Britney Spears on my shoots so if you know me you probably are going to hear a lot of toxic and she drives me crazy and hit me mm-hmm. baby one more time <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> and people don't people don't expect baby that and then it'd be like and then it's like 
Megan the Stallion. They're like, wow. Oh. <laughs> the switch I'm up. Very eclectic. <laughs> okay, okay. So I do have fun on my shoots. So. Okay. And then what about you? Uh, first, uh, a terrible or wild moment behind the scenes. So there, there was this one. So photography is involved. There's this um guy that I work with last year, and I'll not put the information out there because yeah, you know, but um. I did a photo shoot with him for his magazine and damn shoot turned out really well. Mm-hmm. And he contacted me about two months after the fact, but I was on set one day. So I saw the call, but I didn't see it. Like it didn't fully register. Yeah. Called me back about like two months after this, cause some plans and some new projects that he wanted to work on to see where we could partner up with each other. Mm-hmm. So he had a, um, a show that he was producing and he wanted me to come on to do the photography work and uh, do a marketing plan for it. So yeah. I do the strategy for his um, magazine. And then I also did a marketing plan so that we could pitch to some investors. Mm-hmm. So I, after I did the plan, that was where everything was done. Yeah. yeah. And, and, then, and then there's the photography. Yeah. So he hits me one day and I was like, hey, Jordy, um, could you... Uh, help out with the production. Mm. Yeah, my God, bet. sure. Like I know a lot of photographers. I know a lot of videographers. Yeah. Like that. This is what I do. I'm yeah. the I'm the doc connector. This is my film. Got <laughs> got you. You know. So I started doing that. Yeah. And then turns around again and asks me, Hey, um, do you know any sponsors that we could reach out to? I'm like, All right, I. I don't directly have any, but I have a couple of brands that I've worked with, and me and the people have good relationships because wow, I do good business. This, man. Yeah. Right? <laughs> when that happened... You're the person to know. <laughs> no, but... I, I ain't do all of that, though. But, <laughs> but then I took a step back and I was like, wait, if I'm going to be doing all of this... This basically is your magazine at this point. Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah basically, I, yeah. I need a stake in the show. Yeah, yeah. Where, Give me a piece of the stake, you know? So, I mentioned that to him and then he's like, um... Let, let's talk about this after the event because after the first demo episode that we produced I'm gonna f- use that to launch the actual show yeah and I'm like no like you're not gonna sidestep me like that because yeah. whatever we like produce that, yeah. that arrangement yeah whether or not this works yeah. needs to be put down from right now yes. so yeah. that there's no confusion Same later on or any conflict afterwards right yes. So like a week passed, like I went to this rehearsal and then I mentioned it to him again. Yeah. And I was like, hey, look, the show is next week. Mm-hmm. So we need to talk about this partnership. He's like, yo, let's talk at two. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got a client from two to four. Let's do 430. Yeah. And then he's like, Ugh, like, let's just talk about this after. Uh-huh. So that same day, I hit the videographer that I put on to the thing because yeah. I was like, yo, bro, like, I love your work. You're a commercial videographer. Like, come do this. Like, let's do it together, you know? Yeah. I called him. I was like, yo, bro. This is where I stand with this. I'm not trying to sway your opinion. You do whatever you want to do. But because I brought you here, I need to let you know. What's happening behind How I operate. What's what's going on behind the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So so I mentioned that to him and he was like, yo, bro, like I'm ready to jump if you jump in. So just let me know. After that, like I texted the guy and I'm like, yo, look, we need to talk about this. Doesn't respond. Next day, he sends me a contract. Mm. We agreed like from six to ten, this is not even enough money, anyways. But we agreed from six to ten, I'm I'm getting three hundred dollars. I'm mm. cool with that because I'm looking at the the, the bigger picture, yeah. right? Okay, okay. In the contract, he puts two hundred dollars, and then I gotta forfeit the rights to my images, and I okay. can only use it for like portfolio and shit like that, right? I texted him. I was like, "Yo, look, we agreed to three hundred dollars, so yeah. change that when you can." And then I'm open to sharing 
the rights the, the rights with you or giving you a license or something like that like but I'm not just, giving them up yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. what if I decide to run ads or yeah. do a campaign or something with these yeah. pictures down the line like yeah. you're saying I can't do that doesn't sit right it's with me the, he tried to pull that shit on my boy too and initially oh, my boy man. was gonna be down with it because he was like yo look man like if I could just have this in my portfolio, which is I read what I wanted out of the situation, mm. but you not even f- finessing me properly. Yeah. Like you not giving yeah. me nothing with the finesse. So the day after he hits me up, I was like, Jordy, you know, um, thank you for your time, but I won't be pursuing anything else for it. Yeah. And I'm like, perfect. That that's good. So like I'll like my videographer dipped the damn lighting guy that I was gonna have there. Yeah, that's yeah like nothing. The way, yeah. Like yeah. Have, you did all you basically project managed mm-hmm. the entire thing and wasn't paid for it. No, no, no. But no, let me give him his credit where it's due. He found the space, he had the talent. Okay. So yeah. I was just gonna br- like Bring put the pieces that was gonna like more glue. Inside sources. Yeah, yeah, like to glue. Yeah. So yeah. I would have probably been cool with like 20, 30% because like you doing the majority of the work. Yeah. So yeah. like, but even that, that's still more than what we initially agreed to. So yeah. so so when he said that, I was like, yo, like, you a selfish ass. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man. And, and like that was one like real shitty situation because I saw the long term potential of it, but yeah. like I was aware of like some of his behaviors from past interactions he had with like two of my friends. Right. So so you know like that was one thing, and and then like uh, and then a real casual moment I guess was this one client that I had that's been following me for a while. So mm-hmm. like one of the beautiful things is that like a lot of people have been following me for a while. So they like either grab a special I'm doing or like they just finally hit me up after two years. I'm like yeah. like what y'all been waiting for? <laughs> you, you, you know so the budget, yeah. the budget, right? <laughs> And I I have little skits I put out where, like, I love my work, but I hate cheap clients. I put that stuff out all the time to, like, Mm. prime people's minds. You know, so this one Uh, client, like, this one client, she wanted to work with me, and she, like, finally got around to it. She's like, all right, Jordy, you know, like, I want to do a shoot. I'm like, it's $400 for um, two hours. Mm. But if I do an hour, it's $250. She's like, $250? (laughs) (laughs) And, like, this is through the text message, but that's the... yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting, I'm like, yo, like, yo, yo, like, what's good? Like, I, I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> Is this like, that, yes or no? So, yeah. so, so then she's like, um, like, I have a couple ideas, but I also need a makeup artist too because I don't know one. And I'm like, oh, well, that's fine. How many out- outfits do you want to do? And so she's like, three outfits and yeah. everything like that. So I'm like, all right, then we're going to have to do at least a two hour session yeah. because since you don't know makeup artists, you got to get your makeup done in, in the studio. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so make up for the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be like another 250 because mm. I'm paying for the studio, I'm paying a makeup yeah. artist, and then I that's more my time. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> so then she's like, Five hundred dollars for two I, hours. I, well, if I know the person, I'll eat the cost. Yeah, like I'll eat a little bit of the cost. No, but the worst part is she didn't even really speak English like that. She spoke French, like that's oh. her first language. So through text, we're having the most difficult time. Oh, and, and so. I'm seeing all this like she's blowing up my phone. So I yeah. I call her. So yeah. when I get on the phone. Like three minutes in, I'm like, you know what? Let's just go back to texting because we're still not understanding each other, right? Yeah. So (laughs) the day comes for her shoot. 
she does not text me but she now has an allergic attack so she has to reschedule the session so yeah but i paid for it with her deposit so i did not lose anything and i'm cool like when she says i'm like all right bet like i didn't want to be here anyways (laughs) (laughs) so she so now i'm telling her like hey i'm so sorry that that happened but if you want to do the session again you have to repay the deposit yeah you need to repay the deposit so i can pay the studio people don't understand that now she's like because she just lost Wait, money. Wait, Jordy, I told you that I wanted to give you all the money before, and now I have to pay more money. I, I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not more money. I used a piece of the money to pay for the studio, yeah, yeah. and that money's gone. Yeah. yeah. So she was having a real difficult... What well, she wasn't really having a difficult time, she was just being really, really difficult. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up just being like, you know what? Let me... I just booked the studio again yeah. out of the remainder of the money. Yeah. And then I did the session with her. So now, like, when we come into the actual session, like, she dead brought her brother there to translate. Because, wow. like, <laughs> like she barely speaks English, you know? And, like, during the session, it... It was good, but the first thing I said to her was like, yo, you know you gave me a fucking hard time, mm. but but I'm here to have a good shoot with you, but I just needed to let you know that. Wow. <laughs> and, and then, you know, like it ended up being a good shoot. Um, she was, like I could tell by the pictures that she sent me because the makeup artist wanted to see that she wasn't very confident. Yeah. So like I just took the time to like just work with her like throughout the shoot mm-hmm. and everything and it. And it ended up all right, but yeah, it turned out good. Yeah. But like, then she started nagging me again after the fact, Damn. which then goes to show that like, if the client is not willing to pay, those, those clients are, are the most headaches. Yeah, those yeah. are the clients. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, could, I could, I could, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, like those clients. All right, are so headaches. next thing I want to cut nutrition before uh, we're about to close out almost pretty soon but like uh what would be like your go-to meal so i always be thinking like okay what keeps your energy what keeps you going and stuff like that so what kind of like you know foods or snacks that keeps you or drinks or anything that keeps you going or do you have like the usual stuff it is what it is so i i think it just it'll be a curious funny content you know what i'm saying so well so anybody can share it so my go-to meal on on like anything but a shoot specifically if i'm going to a shoot i always have to have Starbucks. Okay. 1,000%. Starbucks. Starbucks. Nothing wrong with Starbucks, but it's kind of weird. That's my go-to. But I don't like to eat heavy prior to a shoot. Okay. But Mm -hmm. I, like, the next step of, like, going home after a shoot is, like, also you probably, like, you ever heard of Kava? The salad place? It's like, it's like Chipotle, but Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. That's okay. all I can explain. It's like everything that Chipotle gives you, but more Mediterranean, like Greek food, pita, bread, and all that yeah, stuff. Okay. You pick everything you want. Yeah. That is my go-to meal. Very basic, but that's my my stuff. Okay. Y'all want to judge me for this, but yeah, y'all be seeing. Ruffles cheddar cheese and angry archer at hard side. <laughs> okay, now I'm judging you on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But why, why that? I'll, I'll... Because it's not really as strong as wine. Okay. But it's sweet. It's so sweet. Yeah, but the the rosé one is not really that okay. sweet. It, okay. Because I don't even like certain moscatos that are very, very, very sweet. Because then it's like juice at that point. Yeah. You know? That's like you just drink that. Like that'd be like soda. <laughs> yeah. So it it would be the rosé one, and then if anything, I'm probably going to the deli because by my studio there's not really many food spots like that you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so like i probably go get like a chicken cutlet mm. with um cheddar cheese he's about to give us his order lettuce <laughs> and with cocoa bread oh my with god cocoa bread, really? cocoa bread. the cocoa bread slap different man. Yeah, i ain't gonna lie bro yeah you added to the right ingredients man cocoa bread slaps man that's amazing. All right, all right. So wait, did you say any drink? Oh, so you said Starbucks. So mm-hmm. like coffee, water. <laughs> water. Yeah, no. water. I can't. I can't drink until after. I guess I could do like after you a high noon. You know what that is? High mm-hmm. noon seltzer. No. Or a Paloma. You know what that is? Tequila and grapefruit juice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I know tequila. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. For me, uh, usually uh, when I was a former leader of a creative alliance and everything like that, and I would like you know, plan up events and things, uh, I, I get like, the thing is that I'm so in tune into the process that I, sometimes I forget to eat and drink at times, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I don't eat heavy. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, you know, because the anxiety builds and it kind of like, your mind, it just shifts elsewhere. So like, you know, I'll be like, and then when reality kicks in, I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot to eat. I do that Oh, often. fuck, like, if I forgot I to drink. all day, I'm like... Something's wrong. I'm nauseous. Yeah, I'm just like, yo, like, what's wrong? I was like, oh yeah, yeah, and then I'll get a headache, yeah. and I'll be like, oh man. So I'll try to get some water. Um, usually, I be trying not to let it get to that point because <laughs> bro, you be snacking. You be like, what? You ready? Yeah, yeah. And I'll just be finding anything like, <laughs> like oh, where's the food? Where's the food? But How yeah. many more minutes with the makeup? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, yeah. this is taking mighty long. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but you know, it, it's just such a a strenuous kind of uh, like thing to like kind of get into and I, I'm trying to like break out of that habit it's like no I gotta eat something yeah. you know before I even go to snacks yeah, yeah like water. just anything like you know like, I'll get a quick snack or make sure I have like a go-to meal or anything like that I gotta mm-hmm. prepare myself because like once I get into the process like doing you don't that. think about anything yeah that. yeah I've noticed that um I'm the most present when I'm working like yeah. I don't think about anything I'm not yep. worried about anything yeah I'm not thinking about the future or the past I am the most Facts. authentic Chantel when I'm in a shoot. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I wish same. I could take that and then every day, even when I'm not shooting, just be like, mm-hmm. no, just focus on right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Focus on the now. Yeah. And then I really relate to that because every single time after I break down all the lights, put up the backdrops and then the stage is clear. Yeah. It all comes back. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like You just did that. Uh, Are uh, you tired uh, after? <gasps> no, me. Really? I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired. always. How do you not be tired? Like yeah. drained. I, because I'm a high energy person. I am too, but then I feel like people, like certain clients, mm-hmm. suck it out of you. Like it pulls yeah. from me. Yeah, yeah. It it would pull from me a little bit, but I'm really in my own head a lot. Okay. So afterwards, when I'm done. I'm like, wow, like, yeah, my body might physically be tired, yeah. but but my mind, because it's what I love to do. Yeah. So, but, but like, I have the things within that that I don't like to do that 
immediately get me tired but like the act of shooting itself mm-hmm. that that's a moment that energizes me because oh, yes. yeah yeah because i too can be myself and mm-hmm. you know like joke and act like it's a child like and, me. Mm-hmm. and then i'm like i need but it feels like i was i i feel like i exercised but i didn't it's like a good you know like you work out and you you know you did a good workout like you feel accomplished. Yes. Yeah. that's what i feel so mm-hmm. The I feel tired the day after. The tiredness is like our the sore muscles. Mm-hmm. Even like the next day you're sore. Yeah. yeah. But like the soreness is here. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, to and me. I think also for me it's like I get drained. Like I love like even like doing this podcast, having mm-hmm. conversations. You know, I just the moments, the laughter, everything like that. And afterwards, I'm be like, okay, you know, y'all gotta get the fuck out. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm really tired. Yeah. 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 I love y'all, but you know, come on now. Like I like. Today I've been up since like five o'clock. Oh wow! Mm. And you're still like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need like three naps, three coffees. Oh man! So and a meal. What What's helped me like get through the days that I started working out in the mornings? Okay. So 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 that kind of helps kick me into gear okay. because like it. Again, like I beat my head in the mornings. So yeah. like if I don't leave the crib, then I'm just it's like just thinking about everything. Yeah, so yeah. so when I get out and work out, it helps it releases, me. That's be, why I work out. Mm-hmm. It releases anxiety. Yeah. 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 You need that fresh air. Because you know. you're present. Like that. Yeah. So looking for more present activities. Mm-hmm. Activities that you could be present and not thinking of anything. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. So that's why. I was telling you I, I have to work out five days a week because mm. if I'm not doing anything, if my body's not doing anything, this my mind just keeps going of what yeah. Yeah. what I could be doing, yeah. what shoot I could be doing, things I should be doing, how do I get clients, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're always on. Like my yeah. brain is all yeah. and, and literally that happened to me today. So I I've been taking a little break from like posting everything like that because I'm in the process of restructuring my business. Yeah, yeah. I, I just got an admin recently. So th- that's actually why I get up so early because we meet from six to seven mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And we're like developing systems in the business right now because like I'm trying to I, I figured out how to get leads every day of the week. So now I need like mm-hmm. salespeople and different things to process that so I can start expanding, you know? And and man, I literally forgot my point. But you need a team, you need something to help expand. No, 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 no. Like it was getting out of my head. What? Getting out of your head. And how do you do that? Staying present. Fuck. <laughs> I forgot. I completely forgot. Yeah. But but that helps me to be present as well too because I need people to keep me accountable. Yes, mm, okay, I, okay. I actually learned that last week. Yeah. That I needed to find my accountability people. Yeah. Um, and I actually a good friend of mine who's a freelancer. Um, I I had to I had to like a whole dinner with him, and he's also feeling down. And I'm like, no, no, no. We have to be accountability partners because I need someone to be like Chantel. Did you do this? Did you accomplish mm-hmm. this goal? Yeah. And I need someone to tell me because me telling me is like mm, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe next week. And yeah. you only fear. see things from your perspective yeah. instead of like the outside because you know you never know if there's something else that you did not see that you missed out that the other friend or somebody could so find I'm, out. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Just tell me, tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me how to do it. Yeah. Or like ask me if I did it. Like mostly mm-hmm. it's more so like I don't. We have an innate. 
thing of not wanting to disappoint people. Mm. Like all humans have it. So if someone is checking in on me and yeah. saying, I, I don't want to disappoint them. So even yeah. if I didn't do it, I would do it. I would be yeah. like, oh no, I have to do it because I if they asked about it again yeah. and I didn't do it. Yeah. And, and I think it's dope that you figured out that little hack for yourself. And, and I finally just remember what I want to say. So I was in my head about posting my work because I'm in that space of restructuring and redeveloping the business and everything. Mm -hmm. But then last week I was like, let me get back in the groove. Mm -hmm. But then I got to negotiate with myself to get that wheel turning back again, because I, when I was going consistently, like I've never ever taken a break from working in the past seven years. You know, like sometimes people take like a two, three month break to mm-hmm. re- recharge and then re-navigate. Like I'll probably check out for like a week and change and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'll never like, all right, shit, yo, I'm out for like six months, y'all. Yeah. Because this is fortunately the thing that I love to do that gets me paid. Yeah. And then when I finally made that poster, that I was like, huh, it's actually not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but although I was on my little break, I was also in my head about like just getting back in that groove yeah. because of like all these like thoughts I'd be telling y'all about in the morning, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and I think all of us like be going through that. Yeah, you know? yeah, but, like everybody normally goes through that. I think we just, ours is a version of, are we good? Are we, why are we doing this? Like, it's more like questioning yeah. our worth. Yeah. Yeah. Because we get really like, skeptical about ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then we always really need that second opinion to kind of help it's balance that. Push, if it's, if that it's, support system that we're talking about, yeah. you need to create it or yeah. if you don't have it already, that support system, if you want to really know about behind the scenes of how everything happens and how you ensure success is to create your support system and make sure you're also supporting them it shouldn't be one-sided um and having accountability for for things and you could bring people up and they could bring you up you don't know what what doors can open for you based on your support Mm -hmm. group that you create yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and uh so to to close it out um this is a, a part that i like to call um adults reality okay so I like to play this beat, you know what I'm saying? All right, so this is a part where adults reality means like pretty much a harsh truth or reality for people to kind of intake, you know, or you know, just listen into. So, uh, basically, like, so from this segment is behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of dose of reality would you would like to share for people when it comes to your processes and your experiences, you know, going through it, being a photographer, being a creative director, and mm-hmm. things like that? So, that people could look at it and be like, okay, this is not like some sugar coated thing. Okay. This is what really goes down, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, and they take it how it is. For me, at this as of today, I have difficulties finding the clients I would like. Okay. Um, it I guess it would be easy to find clients that are easy, or but the type of work I would like to do and that I am going to do is difficult to find for me right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And what what those reality would you provide for people that's going through behind the scenes? Um, from my point of view, uh. One of the things that's very misconstrued is when you make the conscious decision to open up a business, you never turn off. Mm. And, you know, it is very glamorous now because it's accessible to a lot of us. But 
if you're not passionate about the thing that you do, and I, I used to really discard all this stuff as fluffy because I'm like, yeah, man, y'all entrepreneurs talking about mm-hmm. like passion and mindset. I'm not like, show me the money. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, I want the money. Yeah, yeah. But every day you have to keep anxiety at bay. Mm-hmm. You have to learn really how to trust yourself mm-hmm. because unfortunately the way of the world is that you have to prove yourself before even the people that are very close to you are able to see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And, and it's an unfortunate truth because we want people to cheer for us, yeah. but you have to learn how to cheer for yourself, give yourself grace, yeah. be patient, be disciplined and diligent and go fast, but also understand that it's probably going to take five, six years for you to actually get steam. And and it's a lot of different things that I mentioned, but I'm really understanding now that it's kind of like a constant flow of these different things that you have to uphold, especially within yourself too. Mm -hmm. Like if you aren't strong with your self-esteem or if you're not able to understand what makes you tick and what doesn't make you tick and everything Mm -hmm. like that you'll get lost in the sauce and i've gotten lost a lot of times because i wasn't fully sure myself or i was comparing myself to people when i was in college that were getting internships and i'm here like well you know i got this new camera it's pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) you know but you you never get to turn off and that means you have to become a better version of the person that you are today and sometimes that can be really scary if you don't know how to deal with the unknown yeah right so i agree that's a dose of reality i appreciate y'all sharing that and stuff so yes this concludes this episode of the black pill podcast with my co-host and my lovely special guest um you can follow the black pill uh, uh podcast on our Instagram called the Black Pill Society. Uh, we have a Patreon. You know, you sign up, you support, you get early access to our content and other uh, exclusive content as well. Uh, and where they can follow you, Jordy? You, y'all can follow me at it's Jordy at I T Z underscore J O R D I I. It's Jordy. Okay. And then to our special guest. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at, at photos by Chantel. That is at P O. I'm not Okay, okay, okay. Hey, okay. And this, um, I am your host, uh, OBJ. You can follow me on Instagram at T H E O B I J A Y. You know, make sure you continue to support, you know, follow our content. Uh, tell us your thoughts and feedback on this episode of BTS. And that concludes this episode. I am OBJ signing out. That was a nice little conversation. Oh, I get it.